0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about worry and are you allowing worry to overtake your entire life? Because worry doesn't really do anything positive for you. And I know you've heard me say this, but I want to relate it to something that I've been learning in my own life. And before I get to that, I want to tell you a story. And before you think, oh my gosh, she's going off on this tangent and it has nothing to do with this, it does. Everything will tie back in, I promise. So of course, we are approaching Christmas time and the holiday season. And before this whole pandemic, black friday was a real thing right you guys remember all of the crowds and people pushing and looking back now we think oh my gosh i can't even believe we ever did that but i remember um when i was little my sister and i just wanted nothing more for christmas we wanted these cabbage patch dolls and in the 80s the cabbage patch kids were the thing that was the craze and you couldn't get them. Like they would have a limited supply, and people would go in the stores, and they were throwing them out. And you'd have to catch one. And my mom and my brother went. My brother was only four years older than us, so they went and they they stood in line and the crazy crowds, and they were throwing them out, and they each caught one. And the lady was trying to rip one out of my brother's arms, and he's only like twelve. It was crazy. And I remember too, one year it was Black Friday. And my brother and I saw that they had an ad in one of the local toy stores that they had all these games and everything that were half price. It was a crazy deal. And at the time, I was a single mom and my kids were very little and I was just starting as a teacher. And of course, I made like nothing because starting teacher salaries are pathetic. So I thought, oh, this would be super helpful because if we go, I can get them a lot more things with my money because everything's half price. And it was Thanksgiving Day that we saw this. My brother was like, well, let's go. Let's just do it. We can do it. We can stay up. So after having eaten this massive Thanksgiving dinner and we're tired, we made pots of coffee and we're staying up and talking to each other and like, telling stories and laughing trying to stay awake and it's midnight. We're like, Okay, let's go. So we made it staying up till midnight on Thanksgiving when you know you want to pass out at like four in the afternoon. So we get in the car and we get all the way up there. And the lines were just wrapped around the building. And we just looked at each other and we're like, Nope, not worth it. And my point with this was, you know, there's a trade off for paying the cheaper amount of money, right? When you go on Black Friday, even though there's huge deals, you're trading your time for that money spent because we would have waited there probably for hours and not even really known if we would have gotten anything this they probably had like 10 of those items. But you're trading your time for your money that you save because you know, time is money. And that time that you spent there, like, standing in line and just being super frustrated. It's like, is it really worth that? I don't know. And in the same way, you spend a lot of time worrying about things that in the end, you go, was it worth all that time that I wasted worrying about this particular situation when one, I didn't really have control over it in the first place? Or two, The outcome that was going to happen was going to be for my highest good, because if you have faith and trust in the universe, then you have faith and trust that whatever happens, it's going to be for your highest good, because the universe will never bring you to something without bringing you through something. It's usually always a lesson for us. And the sooner we can realize, oh, maybe I'm supposed to be learning something in this situation. Instead of trying to control it, instead of trying to fear it and worry and everything else, and believe me, we've all been programmed to worry, especially if you had parents who were worry warts, you know, if they were always like, call me, are you safe? Are you this? Are you that? And I have to admit, I've done that to my own children because we just have this tendency to worry. But worry doesn't do anything positive. And I'm learning that in my own life. I know that I've talked about this a little bit before, but I am in the process of my children going from being children that I had to care for and look out for every single moment of every single day to their adults and you've got to let them go. And they're experiencing their own separate, struggles in life each one of them different you know I mean it revolves kind of around the same thing growing up but they're very different and I have had an issue with my daughter not really wanting to talk and just kind of isolating herself somewhere else and that's been really hard for me because we used to talk and we used to be close and I want to be able to still have that with her And I was trying to control this. I'm like, you have to talk to me. You need to do this. You need to do that. And not realizing it. What I was doing was when I would talk to her, we're moms, right? We want to try to fix everything. And not even knowing what I was doing every time she would talk to me and tell me about all of her worries and concerns Instead of just listening to her and just being there, I would throw in suggestions like, well, have you tried this? Well, have you done this? And we've done that. And I thought I was helping, right? It's like we are in that mom mode. This is what we've done our whole lives. And I went back to, we were seeing a grief counselor after, um, my ex passed away. So I went back to the grief counselor and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like everything I say is wrong. And she said, Oh, I understand totally. But have you tried just listening and not making suggestions and not She's like when you talk to her, do you say this? And I didn't even realize that I was doing that. Like I just didn't even know I was on automatic pilot. Cause it's what I've always done. And then I thought, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I do always try to offer suggestions thinking that I'm being helpful when that's not what she wants or needs. She just needs somebody to listen. And if she says, it's been a stressful day to say, oh, I sounds like you've had a stressful day, you know, just validate her because that isn't that what we all want. We all want to be heard, right? But oftentimes as parents, We don't just listen to people. And even as friends, sometimes our friends come to us and we're like, oh, well, did you try this? Sometimes when we go to people, we don't want them to offer their suggestions. We just want them to listen. And that was all she needed and wanted from me. And when I switched it up and I stopped offering, hey, do this, do this, instead of doing that, I just listened. I was just there. I just put out this, I'm here if you need me kind of vibe. And that has done a dramatic turnaround in a lot of things. And I spent weeks worrying and being angry and upset and everything that it did not help me one single bit. But getting that one piece of advice of just let go, just let go. Just be there. Just listen. And that's sort of the same for us. It's like we need to just let go. Just listen. Just be there. Just be in the flow. Because when we try to control things that are happening in our lives, we end up making it worse. And part of the problem, part of the reason that we do that is because we don't always see the big picture. But the universe sees the big picture. And we need to trust because... Who knows what's best for us in our own lives? Do we know everything? No. But does the universe? Yes. And do we have faith and trust that everything will work out for our highest good the way it should? We should. Do we always? No. And you can say you do. You can say you do until you're blue in the face. I always said I did. But we're constantly reminded that we don't trust when we're being thrown situations where our instinct is to get in there and control and worry and this and that. And I do believe that a lot of times that's a test from the universe saying, Okay, are you going to sit back and lean on us and realize that we're here, we're working. And I mean, I have even done practice readings with some students that are going through a mediumship class. And all of them have said like, Oh, you have so many angels in this situation and surrounded and I was still Still, wanting to go to that ego place, that human place that said, yes, but it's not happening fast enough. It's not happening enough for me. When the truth was, not that it wasn't happening enough, I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening to the guidance that I was getting to let go. And I kept pulling that card, like, let go, let go. But to me, letting go meant, oh, I'll never see my daughter again. That's not what it meant. It meant stop trying to control what's happening. Just let go. Just be there. And that's a hard thing as a parent. But it's what I had to do. And the moment that I started doing that, things started getting better. And the moment that you stop worrying and start letting go and surrendering everything to the universe, to God, to your higher power, your angels, Whoever you go to, the moment that you start letting go and surrendering to that higher power and not just surrendering, but surrendering it in your mind as well. So that means if you have to do other things to keep yourself focused on what's important and not worrying about what you can't control, do it. Because the more you're able to do that, the faster things happen. Things work out the way they're supposed to. We just have to start trusting that. And worrying does not do anything positive for you. Let me just give you a rundown of all of the physical things that worrying does to your body. If you experience anxiety, it causes rapid heart rate, palpitations, and chest pain. So it almost mimics you having a heart attack. It can cause an increase of high blood pressure and heart disease. And so if you already have heart disease, this may raise the risk of coronary effects. Also, it is hard on your digestive system and your excretory system. You may experience stomach aches, nausea, diarrhea, and other digestive issues. You may feel like you don't want to eat because you're depressed and they think that there's a connection between anxiety disorders and the development of irritable bowel syndrome and bowel infections and I truly believe and have witnessed through the years how anxiety and stomach issues are highly related so you're making yourself physically sick and uncomfortable by just holding on to this fear and the worry and the doubt. Also, anxiety can trigger your fight or flight stress response system, and it releases a flood of chemicals and hormones into your system. And because that can increase your pulse and your breathing rate, it prepares you to respond appropriately to an intense situation, and your immune system may get a brief boost. But if you repeatedly feel anxious and stressed and it lasts a long time, your body never gets a signal to return to normal functioning and that can actually weaken your immune system, which leaves you more vulnerable to viral infections and frequent illnesses. Also, anxiety can cause rapid, shallow breathing. So if you have a chronic Pulmonary disease, that can increase your your risk of needing hospitalization. It can also cause headaches, muscle tension, insomnia, depression, and social isolation. So, I don't know about you, but none of that stuff sounds great to me. So you may be thinking to yourself, how do I let go? How can I do that? So let me tell you a few things that you can do that can help. One thing is if there is a person that you are having a hard time letting go of or something is happening with that person, you can imagine that person in your mind's eye and ask to connect to that person's higher self and say anything you need to say to that person And you never have to physically contact that person. You can just keep talking to that person. And that helps to get rid of the emotion that you're feeling around the situation. Another thing is writing. Write down the emotions you're feeling and why you think it's bothering you. Usually, if we're obsessed about a situation, there's a trigger. What's the trigger for you? What is causing you to feel these emotions and feeling like you need to control something so badly? What is it? Start doing some writing. Like, when I think about this situation, I feel, what do you feel? What other time in your life have you felt that way? Why did you feel that way that time? Maybe there's a pattern. Maybe you're seeing that you're doing the same thing over and over again. Try to be fully present in the moment. So enjoy what you're doing at the time. And if you say, I'm not doing anything. Well, I get it. I've had to quarantine for the past few days because my son and his girlfriend ended up getting COVID. And I'm like, I've never spent so much time in my house because I have to work from home. But I have been finding other things to do. Like, oh, I could tackle this job or I can do this. And, oh, I need to watch this. Finding things to do and being fully present in that moment and enjoying it. I did a a Google meet with my sister and her family on Friday night and it looked funny. We posted pictures on Facebook, but we had a great time. I was still able to visit with them and we found creative ways to do things together still. So find ways to be fully present. Do something that you enjoy. Ground yourself because most of the time when we are... Trying to control something, it's because we're afraid of something. Fear is coming in. Fear of what? Sometimes it's losing people. In my situation, it was fear of losing my daughter, even though everyone is like, that will never happen. But it was fear of that. Fear of what? What are you afraid of? That is the question you should ask yourself. What are you fearing? What is making you this paranoid why are you reacting this way so grounding yourself is another thing that will help because when we are in a place of fear we are not grounded we are out of alignment that's another thing you're out of alignment with something you're not trusting so asking the universe to help put you back into alignment and to help you trust once again you can call on your angels to help you with that And grounding yourself, so go walk outside with your bare feet if you can. And I know it's cold where some people are. It's cold where I am, but sometimes I have to go outside and unplug the Christmas lights in my pajamas sometimes, and I wear, like, shorts and a tank top. And so even though it's cold, I find when I'm out there just for a second, it's kind of refreshing a little bit, and it doesn't bother me. So go step on some grass with your feet hold crystals, or just do a grounding meditation. There are so many of those things out there. Use affirmations. The one about being out of alignment is a good one because it's kind of a signal to you like, hey, you are out of alignment, sister or brother. Get back into alignment quickly. But affirmations are helpful. If you're worried that somebody doesn't love you, Use the affirmation, I know I am lovable. I'm lovable. And what that's pointing out to you, if you're afraid that somebody's going to leave you and you're losing people, that's because you think that you're not lovable and that someone wouldn't stick around for you. And that's triggering a self worth issue within you. And if those things are coming up, do a self love course. It is so worth it mine is still available. Oh my gosh, when I did a self-love course, I paid way more than what I'm charging for mine, but it changed my life because there were so many things that I did not see in myself. I saw as flaws and it's like, no, that's not the truth. We have a skewed way of looking at ourselves because of the way we've grown up and because of society and our conditions and It's understandable. Look at what society shows us. We have to put injections in our lips or our butts in order to look pretty. Or we have to be a size one, which if there are people out there a size one, God love you. That's awesome. I remember going to a store and being like, who can fit in this? I don't know. We don't have to be a certain way. We don't have to be a certain size. We don't have to look a certain way. Our hair doesn't have to be a certain color. We can be anybody we want to be. Even if you want to have purple hair like me, you can be anything you want to be. And when we love ourselves, we don't care what people tell us because we know the truth about ourselves. We're not relying on others for validation or for our sense of self-worth. If you're really stuck in something and you're stuck in your head, go help someone else. That takes you out of your own ego because it's really about your ego. It really is. If you were not in your ego, you would not care what happened because you would know that the right thing is gonna happen. But we can't help it. Our egos have been running the show for years and years and years and years. And it's hard to let that go. It's hard to kill the ego, but that is part of going through a spiritual awakening, is the death of the ego. Because you no longer need it. Ego just is edging God out anyway. And what you're saying is, I don't trust God. I know you're not really saying that, but that's what we're saying. In effect, we're saying, I don't trust that the universe has my back. And if it gets really bad, there is no shame in reaching out for support. Lord knows I have been doing that all week. And it wasn't until I worked with someone else that I had my breakthrough, because sometimes we need help. Sometimes we can't see it for ourselves And we need someone else to help us figure it out. There's no shame in that. That's half of the time. That's what I do in coaching sessions. People come to me and they're like, why am I stuck on this? And I get it because I'm not able to see it for myself sometimes either. And I have to go and get help from my mentors and my coaches too. You're not alone. That is, this is not an easy thing. Life is not easy. And if you're here and you've made it this far you should pat yourself on the back because it is tough and there is no shame in needing to go some somewhere or to someone for help in understanding your situation. Because like I said, sometimes you figure it out in talking to someone else and you're the one who figures it out, but you needed to bounce your ideas off of someone else. And that's great. And working with a professional, they can give you tools to help you get through it much faster and easier. Believe me, I know. I've been the one to give tools to others and to help them. And I've been the one who've needed the tools and have needed help from others. So I've been on both sides. It's an amazing thing when you make a breakthrough and you're like, Oh my gosh, I finally get it. And it feels so much better because you don't have to worry. Again, worry doesn't do anything positive for you. Don't sit and stay stuck. Do the things that you need to do to get yourself through it. Even if that is investing in yourself by paying to go get help from someone else or taking a course, it's worth it. You are worth it. Okay, make the investment in you. That is the best money you will ever spend because it shapes your entire life. It's not like, oh, I took a course for a week and for that week I was good and then never, no. If you keep going back and using the tools you learn, it helps you for the rest of your life. And I am in such a better place now than I was even a few months ago. I am on a continuous journey to improve myself and it is amazing and I highly recommend continuing to do the work. People think, well, I did the work, I'm done. You're never done. You're never done. It's a continuous process. But that shouldn't make you like, oh, no, no. No, it's a good thing. It gets easier. It gets better. But you got to keep working at things. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a card for you today. And I pulled two cards. They are from my Divine Whispers deck. The first one is Rest Your Weary Head. You are busy. You are constantly going in every direction right now. The universe wants you to slow down, relax, take some time for yourself. It's so important to get a good night's sleep every evening. Your body is a miraculous and amazing vessel that needs time to recharge. Be sure to set some time aside before you go to bed to unwind. Do a quick meditation, take a hot bath, read a little out of a good book. Do something to release from the day's tension. Before your head hits the pillow, be sure to thank the universe for all of the amazing things that happen during the day, like having a pillow to rest your head on. Remember that there are people who only dream about being where you are. There is a little prayer that goes with this card. It's creator of all that is. I want to thank you for the awesome blessings that flowed into my life today. I can't wait to see what tomorrow has in store for me. Thank you for the rest that is allowing my body to recharge, rejuvenate, and restore my energy. I know I'm going to have beautiful dreams tonight. I love that. And the next card I pulled for you is I Surrender. It's time to surrender the outcome of a particular situation. When you let go of control and realize that the universe has your back, you will experience immense peace. You can't control how or when things show up. Because it will happen in divine timing. So forget the how for now. When we try to control how and when things show up, we are allowing fear to step in. Fear often makes a mess of things. Simply breathe, relax, and trust in the awesome power of the universe. You are in good hands. And there are a couple of daily mantras that go with this card. The first is, I am divinely guided and protected. The second... The universe is working behind the scenes on my behalf. And the third one is everything is working out perfectly for me. All right. And trust that because it is, it's all working out perfectly for you. Just let go and have faith. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. The greatest compliment you can give me is to share my podcast Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, MelissaOatman.com. There you will see all of the services I offer, including my classes from the offerings page. If you click on the main offerings page, you can purchase anything there. And if you purchase a session from me, you can contact me and we will set up your session. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. If you wish to take a course from me, Purchase it there, and once you purchase, you will receive a document that will give you all of your login information for the course. And, of course, the course is yours to keep forever, so you can go back and revisit it anytime you need to. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card just for you. I post videos to Instagram, and I have free guided meditations on my YouTube channel. Go check that all out, and please follow me on all of those platforms. All right, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you guys so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.